Good evening, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to this online service. Last week we learned that a leader is appointed by God is God's servant. He is there to serve God's plan and God's purpose. He is not there to uh, follow our beating, uh, to 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 satisfy our uh, selfish. Desire, but he is God's servant, and God Himself established His leader. He wants them to be powerful. He wants them to be uh, bold and courageous. Why? Because without being strong leader, without being uh, uh, powerful. This leader will never be able to accomplish that which God has assigned for him to do, and we know that's why the enemies will attack the leader. The enemies will want to weaken the leader to frustrate the plan of God. And so we learn that a leader is assigned to unite the people, to bring the holy nation together, unite the people, and. To speak God's instruction, God's word to the people, so that the people can follow. But if the person, the leader, does not have that boldness and courage, he will not dare to speak certain instruction. And as a result, people uh, are not fully obeying God. Right, are not fully following God, able to enter into what God has prepared for us. So God wants you to obey your leader. God wants you to follow your leader, so that you can cross over the hindrances and enter into the promised land that God has. Designed for us, God has assigned for us. But we know there is always a mixed multitude who wants to discourage, who wants to murmur, who wants to uh, uh, oppose, who have their own opinion, who wanted their way. The mixed multitude will begin to to spread their influence and influence others to come against the leaders, and we have to get rid of this. Without getting rid of all these things, we will not be able to enter into the new season. It will be the same old wandering in the wilderness again. So we know that these are the schemes of the devil. Behind what they are doing is the demons working, and that's why I've been very bold and say the demons are are talking, because we got to identify. Our enemies. The Bible tells us that we are not fighting against flesh and blood, but behind it, demons are using them. They are allowing demons to use them. Okay, so that's why God wants to establish powerful, strong leader, filled with boldness and courage to do His work. But tonight, I want to share with you that we need, we need. 
this kind of leaders, bold, strong, courageous. We need this kind of leaders so that we can enter into the promised land, so that we can be protected, so that we can be victorious. And successful, godly people will want this kind of leaders. I know not everyone wants this kind of leaders, I mentioned. Some people just don't like it because they are so stubborn. They want their own way. They will not submit. They will not listen. They just want their own way. And they talk very spiritual. You know, how do I know he's right? Well, leaders are human, right? So demons are speaking. We don't want to allow the demons to manipulate us. But successful, godly people, they want strong, courageous leader, powerful leader. Let's read this. This is what these successful, godly people speak to Joshua. It is not Joshua, the leaders speak to the people. It's this group of successful, godly people. I'm going to tell you who they are later. Speak to Joshua. In Joshua 1, verse 16 to 18. Joshua 1, verse 16. Then they answered Joshua, Whatever you have commanded us, we will do. And wherever you send us, we will go. Just as we fully obey Moses, so we will obey you. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whatever you may command them, will be put to death. Only be strong and courageous. Can you see? This group of people, they want Joshua, they want the leader to be strong and courageous. Whatever it is, be strong and courageous. Strong and courage to do what God wants you to do. Regardless of the people, regardless of how they behave, strong and courageous. Who are these people? They are the Reubenites, the Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. You know, the nation of Israel have 12 tribes. Reuben, the eldest son, the, this is one tribe. The Gadites, and the half-tribe of Manasseh. How do we know they are successful? They are intelligent. They are godly. Let's look at Numbers 32, verse 1 and 2. Numbers 32, verse 1. The Reubenites and Gettites, who had very large herds and flocks, saw that the land of Zazer and Gilead was suitable for livestock. So they came to Moses and Eleazar the priest and to the leaders of the community and said, Okay, let's stop here. So, we know this is a new season, so God told Moses to get up and cross over. So Moses begins to lead the people towards the direction of the promised land. And before they reach the river Jordan, there are many nations in their way. And some of the nations, God say, you just avoid them. Don't trouble them. Don't stir a problem. But there are other nations 
You have, you got no choice. You have to fight them in order to go uh, cross over to the Jordan. So they conquer the land of Jazer and Gilead. But Reuben and the knights and the Gadites and the half tribes of Manasseh, they look at the land just on the east side of Jordan before they cross over. On this side, they saw that the land are so suitable for livestock because they have a lot of herds and flocks. It's very suitable for them. So they came to Moses and said, oh, we will not cross over, but give us this land as our inheritance. Initially, Moses was very angry because they didn't want to cross over. And finally, Moses gave them, uh, they, they told Moses, this is the condition, this is what they will do. And this is what Joshua is reminding them now, now that Moses is dead, now that Joshua is about to lead them over the other side of Jordan, cross over Jordan. And in Joshua 1, verse 12, But to the Reubenites, the Gettites, and half-tribe of Manasseh, Joshua said, Remember the command that Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you after he said, The Lord your God will give you rest by giving you this land. Your wives, your children, and your livestock may stay in the land that Moses gave you east of Jordan. But all of you, your fighting men, ready for battle, must cross over ahead of your fellow Israelites. You are to help them until the Lord gives them rest, as He has done for you. And until they too have taken possession of the land the Lord your God is giving them. After that, you may go back and occupy your land, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, gave you east of the Jordan towards the sunrise. So you know the story. This is what happened. So because of that, Moses granted them permission to have the land as their inheritance and they will not have shares across because the condition is they are to go ahead. The fighting men going to leave their children, leave their uh, wives, leave those who are too young and those who cannot fight and they are to cross over to fight for their brethren, fight for the other nine and a half tribes so that they too will inherit their land, enter into the promised land. So these are the people who, who spoke to Joshua. We read earlier, whatever you command, wherever you stand, we will, we will go, we will do. Only be courageous. Only be strong and courageous. So successful, that's why I say successful godly people want a strong leader to lead them. We mentioned not everyone like strong leadership to lead them because they could not manipulate, because they could not have their own way and they hate, they don't like the leader. 
because they want to be in control, but they cannot, and so they will try and rebel. They will try and influence others to cause damage, and that happens in church, time and again. Thank God it doesn't happen all the time, but time and again it does happen. So successful, godly people, they want strong and courageous leaders. Why? Because they are putting their life in the hands of the leader. They have to go over, cross the Jordan to fight the giants, to fight the war. If their leaders are weak, eventually they will be defeated. So they need strong, courageous leader to lead them to charge forward. So that the people will be strong. You see, strong leaders produce strong people so that the people will be strong and, and they will win the war. It's for their protection. It's for their benefit. They want strong and successful, uh, a strong and courageous leader. They understand the importance of leadership because they are successful. They know how success come about as we obey Moses in everything. Moses' command. They know how to obey. They know how to submit to their leaders. You know, there are people who, who just obey half. As I say, some people obey when they think it's right, when they like it. Oh, in church, we have plenty of these kind of people. I hope all this kind of foul attitude and culture demonized attitude and culture will be destroyed, will be wiped off so that we can move into the new season towards the, 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 the promised land. These people, these successful godly people, they, they understand how difficult it is to lead this Jewish people out of Egypt, in the wilderness, the sort of trouble, the sort of uh, rebellion that is there. If it's not because of strong and courageous and powerful leaders, they wouldn't be here today. They'll be wiped off. They've probably gone back to Egypt under the suppression of Pharaoh again. Because that's what they want to do. So they have been enjoying the success because of strong and powerful leaders. Can you imagine? They are moving around in the wilderness and yet their, their, their flocks, their herds continue to increase so much so now they have such a large number. Without the leadership of God's servant, they will never have this kind of success. They will never enjoy this kind of success. Can you imagine in the wilderness? The heat, there's no vegetation, not enough. So you can have limited growth, but not this kind. They knew, they enjoyed this kind of success because of Moses, because of God's servant, because of the leaders uh, leading. That's why they, they have this kind of success. And that's why with the new leadership, 
they want this, this kind of leaders to lead them. And you see, I keep repeating successful godly people. Successful godly people want strong leadership. There are a lot of godly people, but they're not su- successful. Why? Oh, they love God. They really want to do what God wants. But there's no one to lead them. There's no strong, courageous leader to lead them. Oh, they have leaders to lead them, but not strong, courageous. People who see, uh, who, 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 who is able to see the plan and purpose of God, who has an understanding of the Word of God. So they, 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 they do what they know. The understanding of the Word of God is just limited. It's just partial. Because God speaks to His leader. For His leader to speak to people. But they don't have such leader to lead them. And so, well, they just, yeah, they're just following the way they know. And then they follow tradition. Not God's way, not God's season. It's tradition, it's always, well, church is always like that. Everybody is doing this. You know, so they think that's, that's okay, that's right. So they are godly, they love God, but they are not successful. But godly, successful people, they have godly, powerful, strong leaders to lead them. To tell them the word of God, regardless of whether people will listen, regardless of whether people will oppose or like it. But they are servant of God. They speak the word of God. They receive revelation. They receive the, 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 the instruction from God. And they will speak it. Despite of the opposition that could be there. And so, so that's why this... They are godly people who are not successful because they they lack this kind of leaders to lead them. And and this group of people, they know. They've benefited from this kind of leadership in Moses. So they're telling Joshua while they speak like God because they have a godly mind, not a worldly mind. They didn't say, oh, you know, well, we better keep Joshua humble or else he will lead us to nowhere, we've got to, well, keep him in, 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 in his right place. Keep him small. No. They understand. If they want to enter into the promised land, they want to take possession of the promised land and be successful, they need strong, courageous, powerful leaders. So they tell Joshua, yes, we will do what you say, but make sure you are strong and courageous. So they know how to submit to this leader. As we said, they obey in everything, in everything, not partially. Because that's a deception. Those who obey partially are people who are out there to control, out there to manipulate. Okay, they're out there to manipulate. They follow their own mindset. 
they determine whether they want to follow, whether it's right to follow. So in the end of the day, who do they follow? They follow themselves. They're not following the leaders. They follow themselves. Only when they think it's right, only when they agree, then they follow. They don't follow God. They follow themselves. They don't follow the leaders because they don't agree. Huh? They have so such spiritual, I wouldn't say godly, spiritual indignation. They feel that they are so right, so justified. But these successful godly people say, we will obey our leaders in everything. Wherever you send us, we will go. Whatever you tell us to do, we will do. They didn't say we think about it, we decide whether it's right or wrong. I have a staff who is with us. Ten or years ago, I said something. And he doesn't agree. He doesn't like it. He feels that the pastor, the leader, is too much. I didn't know. But ten or years later, in our staff meeting, he shared. Today, I understand why pastor talk like that. Ten or years later, what if he behaved like some of these other people? I don't agree. I don't think it's right. You see? Well, he may have a little bit of this kind of feeling, but, but he overcome that. What I'm trying to say is, you don't put, you're not so proud and arrogant to think that you know everything. If you have to decide, if you have to make a, a judgment, are you sure you have the knowledge? You know God so well. You have all the biblical knowledge. You know God's way. You know what is right. And if you only obey when you think it's right, a lot of times you're living in rebellion because you can't see. You don't know everything. And your maturity, sometimes we think we're so right. Can you imagine? Ten over years later, only then, now, he understood. So these people, they really know how to honor, how to submit to God. To leaders, obey everything, every instruction given. And they take this very seriously. They are the one who said, let's listen. Whoever rebels against your word and does not obey it, whatever you may command them, will be put to death, will be exterminated, will be eliminated because we don't want this kind of attitude, this kind of spirit to permeate, to spread and to, to influence among ourselves. We want it 
the person deserves to die. If they're talking about themselves, this is not the leaders telling them. They are the one who tell the leaders, if we don't obey, we'll be put to death. And that, that's how serious they, they take obedience, submission in everything to leaders that God has set up, that God has appointed. And they say to Joshua, we will follow you with one condition. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. Only may the Lord your God be with you as he was with Moses. So these successful godly people, they know the task is so great to fight the giant, to occupy the land, to take possession of it without God's help. It's hopeless. The mission is so great. Without God's help, it's impossible. And we are committing our time, our life, our money, our energy, our everything into it. We want to be successful. We want to be victorious. We want to be able to enter into a promised land and take possession. We know it's only because God is with you, then it shall be done. And, and that's what they say to Joshua. Yeah, only your God be with you. Then we know we'll be okay. Because uh, as God was with Moses, against all odds, against all the opposition, Moses overcome. Moses was able to deal with it and be victorious. So we want our leaders to know their God. He said, your God, may your God be with you. We want them to really be able to hear from God that when they give us an instruction, when they give us a command, it's from the Lord. Even though we don't understand, even though we don't agree, even though we can't see, we will follow. We will follow. So Joshua rise up and command the people. Let's read it in the Joshua 3, verse 3. Giving orders to the people. When you see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord your God and the Levitical priest carrying it, you are to move out from your position and follow it. Then you will know which way to go since you have never been this way before. But keep a distance uh, of about 2,000 cubits between you and the ark. Do not go near it. So there is a chain of commands coming from the leaders. Joshua, speak to the officers of the people. And then they go around the whole camp and tell what, the people what Joshua's instruction is. And the Levitical priest followed the instruction of Joshua to, to, to lead the people 
to cross the Jordan. So there is order, there is unity, there is obedience, submission to leadership in order to cross the river Jordan, in order to fight against the giants that is before them. And it says here, you will not know where to go, what to do, because you have never been this way before. So when we move out, there may be a lot of unanswered questions we do not understand. But we move, we obey, because it is instruction from the leader, from God himself. And that's why there is that trust that we talk about. So we move, even though we don't understand, we can't see. But he said, when you move, then you will know which way to go. Then you will know the next step. The leaders may not even know. But they know we need to move. They know this is God's instruction. So we just follow, we just obey. So it's very important that we understand in order for us to be successfully entering in our promised land, we need strong, powerful, godly leaders to lead us. And we want it because we know we need them to lead us. So all these people, they know. And we must know how to submit to the leadership, obey them in everything. Wherever they ask us to go, whatever they ask us to do, we obey. It may go against what we think. The enemies will put thoughts in our mind so that we think we are so clever, we think we are so wise and rational people, Oh, we, 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 we toss and turn and decide. But we would not know. We would not understand because we have never been this way before. All we want to know is, God, are you in it? God, are you with us? God, you are with my leader. And I will follow. I will obey. Even though I don't understand, I will obey so that we'll be protected, we'll move in oneness into the promised land that God has prepared for us. I trust you take the word of God seriously and get rid of all those mixed multitudes, get rid of those stubbornness, those rebellious, those murmur, complain. Get rid of those trusting in self, but rather trust God. Trust our leaders. Trust what God is doing so that we can successfully enter into the promise that God has for us. As a people, as a church, for His kingdom's sake. Shall we pray? Father, we thank You for Your goodness. We thank You for the revelation of Your Word. We thank You, Lord, that You are preparing a new generation to rise up and to cross over, to enter into the promised land because we are moving towards the kingdom, the coming of your kingdom. The fullness of your kingdom is being revealed. So Lord, let 
every one of your people rise up. Let your church be strong, powerful, bold and courageous to carry out what you want us to do. We pray for all the leaders appointed by you. We pray that we will hear your voice. We will hear your word and speak your word. We thank you, Lord. We bless you. Bless your church, we pray. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay, the Lord bless you. We'll see you again next week. We'll continue. Amen.